work. All right. There we go. All right. Thank you, Bailey. Thank you, Bailey. Um, hello, everyone. Welcome to SFL Ramblings. Episode seven. Sorry about the awkward intro, but it's been, but it took us a minute to figure out how the spot in Discord worked. But anyways, today I have a very special guest introducing. Uh, VCC or Tehran Shields. And he's here with me as we answer some questions that came in here for NFL Ramblings number seven. <laughs> Sorry, my voice, but. Again, sorry about the awkward intro because I meant to figure out the, the bots, but we're using a special Discord bot, so we'll I'll have to go back to questions on here. But in the meantime, hey, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. Just got off work like 30 minutes I ago. Got, I just got off eating Wendy's. Oh, yeah. I haven't yeah. eaten yet. I'm going to eat here after we're done with this. That's nice. Let me just go Tuesday. All right, that's that's great. Now, Safel Pamboin's number. Podcast questions for us. Okay, so probably on this. Probably on this. Sorry about this. Sometimes it's hard to find this thing. You're good. (laughs) Well, I'll just look for it in my. There we go. There we go. All right. We're going to get for these questions. Um, we're going to also ask you a few of the questions that you can also answer. So let's go. Cool. The first question, I don't know. Were you drafted to Chicago this year? Uh, no, this is my first season with Chicago, but I was drafted last season, season 22. Oh, okay. Okay, I'll answer it this way. How do you feel now you've been drafted to Chicago? I feel all right. Right now, the locker room is pretty hype, and we've been getting, trying to get through this this gate we're in right now, but it's we're getting through it, and we're working hard now. Now, CC, how do you feel now you've been called up to Chicago? Oh, I'm feeling good about it. Uh, I don't think it can get much worse than it was last season, and I wasn't playing with Chicago last season, but uh, just being in the locker room and seeing all the losses rack up wasn't great, but I think we're a promising young team and we'll get it together pretty soon. we got a solid foundation. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, I'm also going to say. Next question I'll answer. Do you think you're the biggest deal of the draft and myself and everything? Where were you? I'm going to let, let the, let's see what happens right now. There is a <laughs> There's a guy drafting the eleventh round, but that we had it been pretty good. So I don't know if he but that you or does someone else CC. That was me, pick one twenty six. Yeah, but I think that was last year draft, last season. Yep. So I might be the biggest deal of this draft, and who knows it might be the biggest deal of last season draft. Mm-hmm. We uh we also have uh Ithaca Hawk Hamish McAndrew. Uh, who was also in the conversation for a huge steal in the last draft, in my draft. I think he was yeah. a seventh-round pick, and he's racking up the interceptions and Max Erner and doing his ELO uh, videos and media. You can't ask more from a seventh-round pick. Mm-hmm. Okay, this one's for me. Hi, Pierre Richards with That's the Chicago. Well, 
it's going to be cold there, but he was in London, which is cold, so it probably doesn't matter to him. He's probably glad to actually have a backyard instead of the tiny backyard he had in London. <laughs> How do you feel? Okay, this one for both of us. How do you feel about the Butcher's logo and branding? I think it's probably one of the more unique logos and branding in the NSFL just for the fact they had blood on it. Mm-hmm. We were having a pretty funny discussion in the locker room the other day about how it kind of looks like a communist uh, uh, hammer and sickle, <laughs> but besides okay. that, besides that, I think it looks pretty cool. Y'all call that here. There's my terrible um, Russian accent. All the questions came from Sofarini or Greedy Sly from my old London foil um, you know, teammates. I love the guy platonically, but yeah. Even if he is a Patriots fan. <laughs> okay, next one comes from Swap Face Killa, who seems to like listening to my podcast. I've noticed a goal next season for both player and your team. Improve and get better. That's going to be our goal for like probably the next couple of seasons, what do you think? Yeah, this season's still definitely rebuilding year. I think that we're going to do better than we did last season hopefully we've already got one win under our belt and that was all we ended up with last year but uh i think we're gonna slightly improve this season and then i think next year next season we might be able to actually make a little bit of noise and then okay. maybe after that that season i think we might be real contenders if we all keep going and stay together yeah that's question is how the chicago locker room so far pre Good all around. Kind of reminds me of the London locker room where everyone seems active and happy with each other, no real drama or anything like that. Yeah. Um, whenever I first got here last season, me and Muford both talked about how we felt like it was almost there. The locker room was almost to where it needed to be. And we felt like we were one or maybe two active discord active players away from having a great locker room not no offense to the guys that were here earlier but just not enough people in it and after this last draft grabbing you and uh enigmatic and uh, all the other rookies that we grabbed i think that mm-hmm. oh and the free agents to tree has been awesome in the locker room and Oles too uh i think that our locker room is looking pretty good right about now okay these next questions come from that kid Gary say your pre-draft experiences and the contrast of your actual draft night. My pre-draft experience, I was scared by a lot of teams, not every team in the NFL. I don't think, I'm not sure if y'all and I me. I don't know if San Jose did either, but scared by guys like Dieti and the Honolulu and Honolulu, yeah, and, and uh, a few others like Austin, but... When I scouted by Chicago, I wasn't kind of not expecting to be drafted there, but in all honesty. So how was your pre-draft experience? So as you talked about, I was an 11th round pick. And surprisingly enough, I actually think I was scouted by every team or almost every team, which I thought was really surprising. I wasn't updating anymore. The only thing I was doing was activity checks. But for some reason, the team still reached out and sent me 
scouting questions. And uh, hopefully, go ahead. You finish yours first. What? Um, sorry, that was awkward, but <laughs> I see. Hopefully, you update a lot more now. Oh yeah, I'm a Max Cerner at this point, but yeah, it was not like that back then. But yeah, I was Max- scouted by just about every team and uh, fell all the eleventh round, most likely because I wasn't updating. But Bailey must have been one of the only GMs to check my profile on the forum to see that I was still actually doing activity checks. So he thought maybe uh, he'd be able to rein me back in and get me to earn, which ended up happening. I imagine you pro- did you did you watch the draft at that point, or did you not pay attention? Yeah, I did watch it. It's actually, I like telling the story about whenever I was watching the draft. I wrote a media piece about it uh, right after the draft, I think. Um, you probably weren't expecting me to say I was watching it since I wasn't really active, but I was playing games on one of my monitors and had the draft on on my second monitor just to see. And back then I didn't know how the draft worked, so I was actually hoping that I would go undrafted. <laughs> uh, I didn't know that that was impossible at the time, but I wanted to go undrafted because I didn't want some team to pick me and then me go inactive and waste their pick. And so it's getting close to the end of the draft. I think there were 12 rounds that draft. And uh, it's the 11th round, and I see my name pop up, and my girlfriend was sitting in the office with me. And I just turned to her, and I was like, well, shit. <laughs> and she was like, oh, you got drafted? And I was like, yeah, I guess I'm going to have to start taking this more serious so that I don't waste their pick. And ever since then, I don't think I've missed a single TPE since draft night. All right, let me talk about my mindset during the draft real quick. Okay. Um, as I said, I was a fourth-round pick, number number 43, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, but my mindset was like, oh, my God, why is this taking so long? So like, yeah. I thought I would be gone earlier. Like, I thought the Yeti would take me in like their 12th. Like the mm-hmm. bottom of the first round pick, which will put me in with my teammate Greece. Why? But that didn't happen. Then I thought Arizona would probably pick me up, but that didn't happen surprisingly enough. So in the end, the Butchers got me, which I'm happy about because Bailey is a good GM, and I can see, and we hope to help her rebuild this team's respectability. Yeah, I think that we had pretty opposite experiences uh with the draft i i, I was hoping that i wouldn't of, get drafted and you were hoping that you would go as high as possible yeah, more seriously <laughs> yeah um all right next question how quick do you see Chicago overflowing teams about in this kind of conference not this season but event but maybe in two or three seasons yeah i think that there's a chance we could do it next season but then the season after that, as long as we keep everyone together, I think that there's a really good chance of that. Yeah, it's a, it's a rebuild. It's a process that the Philadelphia 76ers would say. But without uh, trading everyone away for draft picks thing. Yep. Trust the process. <laughs> yeah, just don't trade anyone away either. Mm-hmm. Okay. Next question, what are the team expectations for this season? Right. Um, our expectations is rebuilding and just 
wait for next season when we <clears throat> rebuild, you know, rebuilding and getting better. Sorry, my voice went a little weird there. <laughs> rebuild, rebuild, get better, update, and well toward the future. Yeah. Uh, our record might indicate that we might still be trying to tank, but as far as I know, that's not the not the plan. Every game day, we all get in the locker room and we're all super excited and hoping for a win and bummed out for a short amount of time whenever the uh, whenever the game doesn't go our way. But our spirits yeah. are lifted pretty quickly afterwards because we know that this isn't our year and wins are just just a bonus at this point. Not expected. Yeah. We did beat Philly, though, and that was Oh, amazing. that felt good. <laughs> Eric had a clutch pick that game. Uh huh. Yeah. The defense has been lighting him up. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, I talked over you, but. Oh, your you're... Discord has lag. <laughs> oh, that's one where your expectations. Um, my expectation is that to, to improve Eric Richards for the future and to get better, you know? Mm-hmm. I know Bailey's a guy. It's I keep seeing it's a female it's, in the voice. It's the that, profile picture. <laughs> not the female voice. It's the profile picture that he's throwing yeah. me out. Gotcha. Yeah, you said it earlier, so I was just making sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, my expectations for Shields are, uh, well, I, I'm trying to not miss a single TPE this season. Um, doing the Max Earner Club with the guys running that is helping me because it's making me accountable, making me keep track of all the opportunities. So that's one goal is to get every single uh, TPE. I also want to get my first career interception. I didn't get one in the DSFL in either season, so I'm hoping that I can grab one this season, oh, hopefully more than one. <laughs> and uh, long-term, my one of my goals for the career is to be the biggest draft steal in my class and maybe of all time. So I want to keep working to to make that a possibility. Okay. Okay. Eric actually had a couple of hits and as a linebacker, one mm-hmm. one in the regular season, one in the playoffs. Nice. You don't always see linebacker getting hits all that much. Right. Okay. Do they overlap each other? Yes, because they're our expectation for, well, for me, my expectation for both the season and my player are kind of the same, improve, get better, look toward the future. What was the question? Sorry, I couldn't hear. Do they overlap each other, the expectations? Yeah, I think that mine overlap too. I'm trying to, trying to stay max earner for the season, and that will help me get towards winning an Ultimus and becoming the biggest steal in my class. So I think that they overlap. All right. I'm going to answer this question. I'm going to start a kind of new topic, but it'll be okay. real quick. But I enjoy Chicago's atmosphere inside and outside the locker room. For me, Chicago is a great atmosphere because it feels like we don't have to have much drama. Like I've been, <clears throat> I've been some weeks where some of the locker rooms have drama, but Right now, it feels like everyone's very supportive and no drama, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The biggest drama that we had was right before you 
right before the new class got brought in through the draft. And that was just whenever we traded for Django, who was having a little bit of drama with Philly. Um, yeah. But like I said, that was before you were drafted, so you caught the tail end of it. And I think it's all smooth sailing from here. Yeah, I'm kind of glad we beat them. Yeah, I know. That that made it a little bit sweeter. I guess that there was already a slight rivalry with Philly uh, from what I've heard from the guys who've been here a little longer. But, uh, yeah, I think that just added a little bit more fuel to the fire. That's right outside the locker room. Well, not sure if we mean by team-wise or city-wise. I've never been to Chicago, but outside the locker room, I guess it's pretty cool, too. Their real account's pretty good, but not exactly 100% sure what you mean by outside the locker room. Yeah. Um, this is kind of relevant for outside the locker room. I think it's kind of cool going around to other, uh, in other sim leagues and in other locker rooms and just around the league. I hear constantly about how awesome our GMs are. And I just think it's kind of cool to know that we're in good hands and that other people notice that too. All right, sorry, brother was interrupting me for a second. <laughs> yeah, um, I got me to a tweet, real, a tweet real quick. Yeah, yeah, tweet. Hold on. Sorry about, sorry about this thing so long, but no, you're fine. I don't want to get the tweet. Oh, while I'm doing this, I'm going to a new tangent I'm doing, which okay. is my idea for an expansion team if I was a GM. Mm. I call them the Miami Vice. The Miami Vice? I like it. <laughs> and their colors would be kind of like retro, retro new wave colors, kind of like the Miami Heat Vice jerseys. That's exactly what I was thinking. Like, um, you know, neon blue, neon kind of pinkish, those kind of colors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, feel I like don't have any NBA jerseys, but if I was to buy one that was not for a player on my favorite team, the Oklahoma City Thunder, it would definitely be a Dwayne Wade vice jersey. Yeah, I'd buy the blue one of mm-hmm. Tamar Hero, who's a former Kentucky player, so, you know. Yeah. Uh, well, I think that's going to be that's so. Well, I think we've done enough. I usually keep my podcast short and sweet, you know. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Keep it from rambling on too long. I guess it's called yeah, ramblings, it's, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, but in the end, I'm, thank you for having Thank you for being on my podcast. Sorry for some of the awkward moments, but oh, you're fine. Thanks for having me. On. And I'll see you later. Okay, cool. see you all of you later.